welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. You guys, you broads, it's been a week. <laughs> Wait, has it? Well, yeah. What do you mean? Okay. Well, for starters, we just start recorded our episode for next week where we're with an astrologer finally. Oh my God. And it rocked our fucking world. You guys... Next Thursday, a week from today, you will be listening to an astrologer named Jessica, and she was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm she read our so charts. Shook. So, like, you're going to have a little bit of a... Um, uh, intro. You know, a little bit of an intro, and then, like, the second half of it is Becca and my charts getting read, and, like, our relationship, and our health lives, and family lives, and it is <laughs> freaky. It's pretty weird, and I'm sure that, <sighs> like, I don't know, the astrologers of... The United States are going to be just flooded with people who are Chatty Broads listeners wanting to get their charts read. After I'm this. like literally I'm we're scheduling our own personal readings with her. I, like, you know, as soon as she's available in like two years, five hundred dollars an hour. I don't care. It's an investment I'll in my future. Literally anything. Yes. Um, that well, but also I've seen it's been a crazy week because immediately oh, after the episode, I thought you were literally saying like it's been one week. <laughs> it's been one week since we've spoken and i'm like actually we had like an episode two days ago no it's been a week oh it's been a fucking week man right? so becca and i were like we're gonna do a q a episode um a fun it's been a hot minute since we've done that and then all of a sudden the most common question the, the two most common questions we've received since all this shit went down with the bachelor is hannah and luke's twitter war and our yes. opinion on that and pete and his girlfriend yes yes and also now you also have some tea about like about hannah and luke's like background shit you God, know i know and then i have some jed tea too oh my the tea hath been spilt on oh this episode. Oh my god. So like let's be honest, this is kind of going to become because we just have to because next week's going to be a long episode too because it's men tell all and all I that mean, stuff. And we did two and a half hours this past month with this past Tuesday, which is insane. Yeah, and that was just one episode. What episode? Longer than Do you realize our recaps usually go longer than the episodes themselves? That's because we know how to do it. <laughs> Sorry ABC. I cost too much. <laughs> sorry abc you can't afford me they're like what no but please call me <laughs> i would i would love a show on your network i, I it I would, would be really an honor appreciate network television oh my god um okay so you want to get into it well yeah let's give a rundown for the people who aren't on the on the tweets okay on the yes so if you're just like a casual bachelor watcher which i, I also don't like have twitter either and i, I don't have a twitter oh chatty broads me, has so. a twitter well that's because i got screenshot it by tons of people yeah yeah so basically on oh by the way thanks for just a another side note thank you for not like being crazy and uh whatever because i maybe had an unpopular opinion or if you disagreed with either oh one god. of us everyone, is so, everyone gracious. was so gracious like and yeah oh my god in both ways whether they disagreed with me or with you or yeah. whatever everyone was damn cool. you guys group hug thanks so much yeah. um so basically the night that the episode that fantasy suite episode aired on tuesday luke pretty much made a twitter you, like the day before yes please yeah. pretty much made a twitter like the day before and started, I mean, essentially, in my opinion, I would say harassing Hannah via Twitter. Well, yeah, she, he literally broadcasted it on his story where he's like, I have a Twitter and then screenshotted his first tweet. Yes. So and, it's uh, not like he was trying to be like shady under the covers. Like, let me slip in some of this like side tea to Hannah, or, like slide into her DMs and say this. He posted it on both his Twitter and, and on his And this Instagram. is while it's airing or immediately after it's aired on the East Coast. Yes. Luke. At Alabama Hannah, the difference in how we view sin is seen in the response. I'm weeping at mine, and you're laughing at yours. All sin stings. My heart hurts for both of us. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Do you, okay, heart hurts for... For you and him? Why? I don't, or yeah, for I, Luke and Jesus? I don't, I don't understand. Because they're both ashamed of him. <laughs> we are not My pleased. heart hurts for me and God. God and I are okay. disappointed with you. And then Hannah retorts, time and time again... Which is this is this is the first probably misstep. Just don't just don't I know why. And I'm bad at this. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, same. I for sure would have if I would have been Hannah, I would have come after him like like she did for sure. You know what I, I would. So enough. you know how I would have battled it out. I was thinking about this, you know, like in the shower or whatever. I'm like, how would I have handled this? <laughs> yeah. If I was going to respond, I would have just said, um, 
So Hannah's response was, time and time again, Jesus loved and ate with sinners who laughed. And time and time again, he rebuked saints that judged. Where do you fall, Luke? Hashtag The Bachelorette. So, oh, God. Now, the thing with her response is that kind of weirded me out. And I, as I was like, wait, you're still calling yourself a sinner. Yeah. And I was like, so where? Pick a side. Pick a side. <laughs> Pick a side. Um, no, I don't know. I was just like, okay. so my thoughts were confirmed. I think she's a little confused on her own. But what I would have said back yeah. is I would have been like, at the end of the day, Luke, I stand at the feet of judgment of Jesus, not of you. So I'm not really worried about your opinion. That's what I said. I like it. I like it a lot. I did like she came at him at one point and said something like, I have a hard, something like I don't, can't take seriously someone's like. Oh, wait, she got there. I'm going to get there. Okay, okay, okay. Or I would have just replied back with a, a picture of somebody with one of those tattoos that says only God can judge me. Oh, hell yeah. That's a good response too. Okay, no. So she, he said back, oh, they just really got into it. There is a difference between eating with sinners who laugh and sinners who laugh at their sin. Jesus definitely ate with both. So sin is the very thing that put Jesus on the cross. And that's not a laughing matter. Oh my God. Okay. That now that tweet, that was the one that sent me over the edge. Like Hannah, Hannah nailed Jesus to the cross. Yeah, Like, could you, could you be like more deliberately coming after this, this girl who I don't know is probably a little stressed out since her practical sex life. No, her sex life is being aired on TV. As we speak, her parents are watching it. She's a stress case. I'm sure she's getting a gajillion DMS that are judgmental or whatever. And then like Luke basically claims that she, you know, nailed jesus onto the cross well this is my favorite response of hers she said i never said that i find my sin funny i'm not going to be lectured on appropriate emotional responses by a guy who threw deli meat in a guy's lap yeah that was and then she went on and said the devil wants this is my least favorite tweet but anyway she just said the devil wants to shame sin god dealt with shame when he dealt with sin so i will not allow someone who comes in the name of god to bring something that god has taken off me I mean, I I agree with that. I was like, the devil wants to shame sin, but then the devil also wants you to sin. If we're going by Christian stuff, Christianese, he wants both. Oh wow, (laughs) what a trap the devil is! And then you know, Lucas continued going. Your tweets about the windmill and the wood were enough. It's not about the action; it's about the response. If you want to talk about it, you know how to get a hold of me. And as oh god. So stupid. I mean, okay, so you guys, yeah, Luke's an an actual, he's such an idiot. Like, leave <laughs> her alone. so stupid. Like, Just leave go. this girl alone. She asked you to leave. You've already made a complete scene of yourself, and you just now, now you're, like, holding on to your last breath by, like, creating a Twitter and screaming it at everybody. Um, and then I also, a broad sent me a... <laughs> well, it's also ir- ironic that he said if you, if you, um want to talk about you know how to get a hold of me i'm like wait what you started this dialogue on twitter you yeah. know how to get a hold of her just dm yeah, her if why you don't a, you just you text talk her you have her number like why obviously have her number? well because remember they like they were texting before or that's the the, oh, the rumor shit. so you just just text her or call her you got such a big issue with it you don't have to post you don't have to create a twitter yeah, and then go asshole. after her and then i also saw that a broad sent to me <laughs> i'm surprised his username wasn't like hannah is sinful at hannah is sinful or but something luke commented on one of tyler's tyler cameron's post post what? so tyler cameron's been doing these abc food tours which has been awesome yeah and uh luke commented on oh, it oh this and is, said yeah. something like which obviously Tyler Cameron does not like Luke and Luke comments on it and goes, I really like appreciate what you've been doing with these ABC food tours. I'd love to get involved. Oh yeah. This is my idea. You and me name the date in a boxing ring. We'll do it. And you know, for whatever price. And I'm like, what? Tyler Cameron is posting his charitable acts and you're like, great job. Let's fight for money. I mean, oh my God, I can't even, I have no, I have like literally no but more also words like, left. Where can I buy tickets? But also like, <laughs> if you hurt our Lord and Savior Tyler's face, I will actually sue you personally. Yes, America will sue you For if you damage. Yeah, if you damage Tyler's face, because as small as you know Luke may be, short shame. <laughs> he's a buff dude oh, and i would be afraid for Tyler. i'm sure he's feisty and i'm sure he's feisty in the ring that's for sure um i have no good way to segue into our quick ad but um i try to my best to be eco-friendly yes you do. i'm trying and i try to find ways to make a lifestyle 
make it a part of my lifestyle. Like I do bring my own bags to the grocery store. I bring my own metal straws around and I try to be conscious about where my clothes come from, like buying secondhand or buying from conscious brands like Amor Vare. Mm-hmm. Fashion is one of the top polluting industries in the world. And Amor Vare, uh, their clothing is from sustainable fibers, non-toxic dyes, and local production. So you always feel good about what you're wearing. And their clothing is super cute and comfy. Oh my gosh, the t-shirts I'm obsessed with. They come in striped ones. Yes. And I have this one that's kind of like slate gray and it's, they have so many great colors and they're super soft and they have very chic dresses and jumpsuits and blouses. Great combination between comfortable and sophisticated, very classic pieces that won't go out of style. And so you can keep those staples in your wardrobe for years. Uh, they've worked directly with Mills to develop signature fabrics that are soft, beautiful, durable, and of course, sustainable. And their clothes are made in limited quantities to eliminate excess waste and ensure the highest production standards. Right now, Amor Vare is offering our podcast listeners 15% off your first order when you go to shopgreenlove.com slash chatty. That's shopgreenlove.com slash chatty for 15% off your first order. Go to shopgreenlove.com slash chatty. Yes, and get them comfy, comfy t-shirts. Okay, let's also talk about the tea that you kind of had about Pete. since we're no 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 since oh. we're on the the topic of hannah and luke we might as well sure. cover that okay so as we discussed this before was really interesting to me. yeah so um okay so i got this message um from numerous broads um saw some articles about it and then it was confirmed when i watched luke's sister-in-law's insta stories after the episode um which were wild to watch i'll just leave it at that um they were i was so entertained she had by some, that clip you she had me. some phrases she, she some said that that hannah's uh, uh thoughts came from first opinions of like <laughs> for bible people bible broads you know first corinthians oh my god first okay opinions, so. um but she said that uh, that luke was looking for instead of one night of pleasure he was looking for his forever treasure how about I'm looking for one night of pleasure and my forever treasure? Oh, yeah. So that one night of pleasure Guess can what? turn... You can have both. Sometimes one night of pleasure turns into your forever treasure. Or sometimes you can just have all sorts of one night of pleasures and those end up just yes. becoming just nights of all ple- of those nights, nights of, of pleasure with your forever treasure. Yeah. Or just all different nights of pleasure. Yeah, so I said, nights of pleasure with your forever treasure. Just... But I mean, no, like, I if you're it. having sex with, like, a bunch of people and ultimately that is your treasure (laughs) that that is a treasure to treasure forever okay Um, (laughs) um so basically the tea is that hannah and luke go to the same church not the actual same campus but they go to a large church that it's the highlands church or church of highlands or something like this um and it's a really big church where all over i don't know if it's just alabama or more they have different campuses but it's the same pastor mm-hmm. and they do they'll do satellites like people who know uh, saddleback around california they have tons of those so yeah. Basically, Hannah and Luke, though in different locations, they go to the same church and are pastored by the same man. And Luke and Hannah knew this about each other. Luke knew this going in. So when it comes to him kind of saying to her, like assuming that he knew where she was as far as sexuality went. Yeah. I mean, he thought that they were being passed. Like, he, and from his perspective, they were being pastored by the same person. And so that pastor. He thought they were of the same flock. Exactly. Governed by the same So shepherd. it's not even like a, oh, she goes to church and I'm her pastor her is yeah. maybe a little more liberal about this. Like they're being pastored by the same guy who is very conservative. And so they, I'm sure they had many conversations about that. And as soon as I heard that too, I go, oh, that's the connection. That is why they felt like they knew each other and she maybe felt like it was love at first sight, but maybe it was just more like comfort at first sight. Like you find him sexually attractive, but also like you're in this, there's well, all these lights of, in a pool of strangers. Yeah, too. Or even like the first that time that common. she meets him, like there's all these lights on you. You're having your first experience after the final rose. Some guy walks out and you end up finding out that he goes to your same church body. There's right away that feeling of like, we get Solidarity. each other. Yeah. We know yeah. each other. We understand each other. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit of tea. Well, and also, didn't you say though, I don't know how you found this out. Um, something about she, Oh wait, this might be a spoiler. 
You said something about um, something that she might have said in uh, Hometowns as she was in a conversation with someone. Oh, yes. I did see a spoiler. About Basically about some shit that goes down on Mental On Mental All. Which I, he will I saw, be on. Yes, he will be on that. And I saw a spoiler about something that gets brought up on Mental All. Um, and it is going to be uh, a little crazy. And I'm going to be a little confused to talk about it. That's for sure. So, you know, look forward to that, broads. I am very nervous about watching it. Mental All is going to be a shit show. Okay. Um <laughs> The other big news is this whole Pete situation, yes. which you and I have discussed before because we were we had been informed by certain <laughs> DMs. Um, and so this was not a surprise to us. Right. I was actually kind of surprised that like the news dropped it like this big new thing. But I guess it was her first technical interview with um, his ex-girlfriend's technical interview with someone. All right. So, so what's your first word, first impression of this okay. scenario before we break it down? So if you I'll, I'll say this for people okay, who don't okay, know, yeah, even yeah. though we have discussed it briefly, Pete apparently broke up with a long-term girlfriend a few months before filming. Was it long-term or was it just the long-distance girlfriend? I think it was like a year. Okay. I could be wrong, but I'm like 99% sure it was at least a year. I felt like it was a little, sh- I felt like it was a year or maybe less. Okay. But it was long distance. Yes. Um, but they apparently they saw each other every other weekend or every week. And he broke up with his girlfriend a couple months before filming or going well, on The Bachelor. A few. Bachelor. So they broke up in December and mm-hmm. filming, filming started like March or April. Okay. So three or four months, three or four months. Okay. So she says that it came out of nowhere and that it was shocking. And, um, she was going to come forward earlier, but the flack that Jed's girlfriend has gotten from coming forward was upsetting to her. I think that's why she came forward. I think she saw like, that's what I think. I know. I don't want to put any like negativity on any of the women's, but I just feel like, okay, and this is why I'm a little sus personally is because we had heard about this from DMs from people who know like a friend of a friend of theirs or whatever had DM'd us weeks before this news story broke and said, I don't know if you've seen this come like, you know, kind of coming to the surface, but apparently, and this is, again, we could be wrong. This is just what we've heard underground a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, is that they were, and I believe I said this on the podcast earlier, that um, he was over the moon about her, that they were long distance. Um, they had gone on trips together, blah, blah, blah. But his big thing was he wanted her to move to Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, she said in her interview that she was willing to consider it, um, but he wanted her to like do it forever, like come here, be here forever, whatever. And they were going back and forth. I had heard beforehand that she, she says in her interview that she was down for it short term. But I had heard beforehand, before this interview even came out, that she was not down to move. And that's ultimately what broke them up. And also, Mr. Nick Vial spilt on his, inst- or on his Twitter that Pete was not, did not audition, and it's a fact, he was scouted. So what if he was scouted, though, while he was with his girlfriend? I think it's, you know... Highly likely. Probably. I think my personal trainer told me... <laughs> My personal trainer told me that apparently Nick said that he himself was also scouted or something. Oh, really? Oh, no. Maybe I misunderstood what he said. Never mind. Disregard that. But so what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, my thought is that I am going to get a little bit judgy with it. And the girl has like she already has like 15 or 16 K Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. She gets she's like, a model. She gets like 700 to 1000 likes per photo. Girl's mm-hmm. doing pretty good. She obviously Jed's ex has gotten a lot of attention over this. She has, and I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm better than it. I might be like, oh shit, girl. If I had dated one of these bachelor men's, I'd be posting it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll post the betrayal. Dick pics. <laughs> the betrayal. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's highly likely that she saw all of the attention that this was getting and was like, well. And guess what? She probably did get hurt. From this, I'm from this sure. situation, and probably was like, "Wow, now this motherfucker is going to be on the Bachelorette four months later." And, and and I'm sure it's horrific to have to watch someone that you were in love with on a TV show. Even let's just say you were over them and you yeah. broke up with. Even if she had broken up with him, it would still be so hard to watch someone that soon on a show falling in love with somebody. Totally. Um. Yeah. But even if he did get scouted and that's why he broke up with her, I think it's what I said before, where I was like, he probably was like 
waiting to get out of this relationship. Yeah. Or like there was something off. I don't know. I don't think literally any less of him. No, me either. And I, I think, well, I mean, there's a little, there's a little birdie now in the back of my head. That's a little bit like before it was just pure sweetie Petey. Now I'm a little more like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a desire to be on TV more than I thought, or someone who'd be okay with breaking up with their girlfriend. I don't know. But all I know is this is something to me that is not clear cut as in Jed's is. So with Pete, not at all. let's just say we have no idea behind the scenes what was going on. Also, the his ex-girlfriend who uh, did the article, she like the um, she sent them inst- or, um, screenshots of text between them. And there was nothing like specific. It was kind of just like, here are the screenshots to prove that he was sending me hard eyes and like, I miss you like super close to when he broke up with her. But the thing is like, you know how it goes even if you're feeling the ick for somebody or you're getting over being with them like I've been in relationships before where I know I'm ending it with them but I'll still send back back and forth like nice texts before you break sometimes up you're not sure sometimes it's literally right. not until like a day it hits you and you're like I right. got it this guy this has got to end and again when his the way that his family was on Hannah's hometown dates if he literally like broke up with her for the show and they didn't know about any heartbreak that he had going forward those two people are pathological liars because <laughs> no because they were so so wonderful and like his dad's bawling like I know you're so hurt from your last relationship and you were such a romantic like that would be kind of crazy yeah. so I'm definitely more I mean again this could come back and bite us in the ass and we'd be totally wrong but it's like mo- this is months before filming Colton season hadn't even started airing yet they hadn't even started considering Hannah as the bachelorette and I just know through casting yeah. a lot of times it's not like they don't like have everything locked in like five months in advance like right kind of thing and literally filming was like four months after they broke up that's that's a pretty much yeah and also like jen's relationship with his girlfriend started when no seriously (laughs) and his girlfriend broke up but the thing is too like i said with the whole scouting thing that does even if they reached out to him and maybe he was on the fence with ending things with his girlfriend anyways and that was maybe the push that you know yeah. finalized his decision it is very different to be scouted versus going on to the internet and applying totally you know what i mean so there's that i don't know i, I feel like with with sweetie pd you know i don't know I, I i'm don't, not i'm not too i'm not worried about i'm not worried one. about it either. it's not keeping me up at night also it's the difference between pete who has a very good job who is <laughs> Um, you know, incredibly. Yeah, what is what is what is Peter looking for? What does he need to gain from being on TV other than like some fun attention? You know, it's not like he's going on for a career. Like it's no you know? versus the whole Jed thing. Who had a girlfriend going on the show was cheating on her beforehand. Has something to gain. Literally went on the sh- the show to gain something. His agency asked him to do that or yeah. recommended. He also it. never broke up with his girlfriend like we've talked about. It's just completely different. It's, it's completely and different and then I have some tea involving Jed too. Okay, let's get to that. Uh, okay. Let's take a quick break. Um, so it's time to talk about the most convenient way to get all your vitamins and supplements. The company that makes sure you get exactly what you need in the cutest little personalized packaging I have ever seen. It's care of. Yeah. You want to make health and wellness a pr- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Care-of. Care-of makes it easy to upgrade your health routine, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest. Care-of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, asks you about your health goals, your lifestyle choices, and it takes only five minutes. You answer easy questions like how much sleep are you getting? Are you looking for more energy? Do you need something to help support weight management or healthy hair, skin, nails? It gets really personalized. As I've discussed before, I am not a vitamin and supplement aficionado like Becca here, and Care of made it so simple. We learn, we hear more about this, by the way, on our astrology podcast coming up that she nails me for not being a vitamin oh, yeah. aficionado. Yes, it's true. So thank goodness for care of, because they make it very simple for me to figure out what I'm looking for. I knew what I wanted to take care of in my body, but not sure how, and care of will do that for you. Depending on your personalized care of plan, you'll get daily vitamin packs and or protein powder sent right to your door. The packets even say your name on them. So cute. It's like your vitamins are saying, Hey, how are you? I'm going to make you feel your best. <laughs> and care makes sure what you're putting in your body comes from the best sources, backed by honest guidance and transparency, all available to you on their website. 
And Care-of now offers protein powders. They're my favorite. Yes. <laughs> Available in individual packets for on the go and tubs, all personalized to your fitness goals and dietary preferences. I use them every single day oh, for my smoothies. It is very true. Day. I see them. <laughs> for 25% off your first Care-of order, go to takecareof.com and enter chatty. That's 25% off your first Care-of order by going to takecareof.com and enter chatty. Okay, some some Jed tea. Oh my god, this one literally gave me chills. Okay, so I this has to be this is very anonymous. Um, I received a few DMs again. again, This is all unconfirmed. All unconfirmed. So this is just theory. Okay, it doesn't seem too wild to me. Doesn't seem too wild, but this is all you know unconfirmed. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. Um. But a few reliable sources contacted us, one of which saying that um, their friend was hooking up with Jed for a while, and then they made it official. And after making it official, Jed continued to have sex with other people and was cheating on the person and whatever, which is not surprising because we saw that he did that with his ex-girlfriend with Haley, like with twice Haley. yes so this is another example that another person had this happen um the one that is um the second one that's a little more intense is that apparently someone reached out and said that their friend um had once dated jed and when or that their friend's sister excuse me had once dated jed and when that person was dating him that he was extremely controlling and would have this person send him pictures of what they were going to wear before they went out and was, yeah, just like hyper vigilant. Would ask her to like post stories yep. on her Instagram and where, then, where she was yep. to verify was it. Was very controlling. And then of course on the other end was DMing and hooking up with other Well, yeah. People. And you know, when somebody, it's, it's not surprising when no. somebody's super crazy and controlling, like worried about you cheating. Yes. Someone told me they're like, oh, they're probably like 100% cheating if they're worried about you cheating. When someone is very worried and is always up your <sighs> ass to go about that, your phone, yeah, like, there's always a little bit, it's a little bit sketchy. That's when you start to scratch your head when you're just like, why are you so concerned about me? Yeah. Where is this energy coming from? Yeah. But yeah. All that to say, high five, Jess. We can <laughs> spot a shitty dude when we yes, see we one. Can. And uh, now you can slide into our DMs and ask for our rates for us to uh, <laughs> screen your boyfriends before you start dating them. Because oh, that would be so much fun. We could do we could do like a separate show and be like, um, good guy or nah or something like that. Oh and yeah, we could have people like tell us about their like. Bring, is he a good guy? Bring in or your nah? potentials. Bring in your pros and cons. Maybe yeah. you're, what you're concerned about with him, and then what you like about him, and then we could give him the the thumbs up or the thumbs date or down. dump. <laughs> dump date, him. Date or die. It's just date or die. Literally, just every girl who comes on, dump him. We're just like, <laughs> I'm totally that friend where I'm like, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, Evan, There's start. Never. No, actually, not with Evan, but I'm usually with all my other friends oh, yeah. where I'm like, oh, you've been having issues. I think you should divorce. I think it's time for you to leave him. <laughs> He doesn't appreciate you like you should be appreciated. I definitely don't feel that way about Evan, but I do have some friends where I'm like, just leave him. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I feel like I kind of tend to be that way, too. Ugh. Well, speaking of that, we have some um, Q&As that we're going yeah. to do. I know that obviously we've not had a lot of chats about The Bachelor now, but we had to. So our Q&As cut a little bit short, but we still want to get to some. And this one actually has to do um, with a relationship. So, Great. okay. Hi, Broads. Big fan here. Listening to you from the UK. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, that was as good of an accent as I could do. I had a question. I've been with my husband for almost four years, and all this time I never knew anything about his exes, nor did he know about mine. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they made a point of that. I don't know. That is interesting. It was Oh, here's the answer. Oh. It was like an agreement in between us that we didn't want to know. Okay. However, the other day he was telling me a story and mentioned for the first time his ex. And then we were looking for something on his Facebook messages. And I saw a very old message from one of his exes. Don't know if it's the same one. And ever since it bugs me and I keep thinking about it. <laughs> Typically I'm not jealous, but he is though, uh, Sorry. Typically, I'm not jealous. He is, though, but now I want to know. I want to see what kind of... He is jealous? He is, though, but now I want to know. I want to see what kind of girls he used to date. Is this healthy? 
Do I want to go there? Or shall I push the thought away as he is now with me and clearly not interested in anyone else? Just how do you deal with like, well, you guys are kind of like, I mean, I know you guys have dated other people, but you guys have been pretty much each other's main booze. Yeah, but we were broken up for almost like two years and I definitely dated a lot of people in between. How does Evan feel about that? Not, I mean, he doesn't love it. That's for sure. <laughs> Please tell me about it'll, it. And it'll, your sexual still, encounters. it'll still result in like an argument here and there, even though it was years ago. And that's why when I saw this question, I was just kind of like, oh God. I feel like with this, you're in a marriage with this person. This is your husband. You had made a decision beforehand that you were not going to talk about exes. You have every right to feel jealous and feel that weird twinge. Of course. Again, I feel that way with Evan when I know that he like hooked up with someone and I like see their picture randomly or her picture randomly. I'll just be like, oh, God, I hate her. And I just start to think about what did they do together? Like, oh, my God. But I feel like. The only reason that you need to dig is if you don't trust your your person. And well, if you don't trust your person, yeah, yeah. if you don't trust your person, I just don't feel like, well, obviously... Well, I don't know. Even if you don't trust your person, I'm like, I don't know about starting to dig. Maybe no, no, then- no, no. I don't mean dig, like, go behind his back and, oh. like, start diving into his history without him being <laughs> present. I mean, like, dig, like, sit down and have a conversation oh, about, mean. like, yes, yes, yes. tell me more about your background. Like, if you're feeling nervous and feeling a little bit of tension, like, maybe I don't know him like I, do, like I thought I did and you're not feeling like you can trust him, then maybe it's worth sitting down and having a conversation about. But I don't think, in my opinion opinion that i don't know if you guys had made a discussion to not talk about it but sometimes it can be a fun curiosity thing and it can clarify more about your partner yeah but there's a difference between fun curiosity versus like i'm jealous that's true you know what i mean well i guess my my thing is it will it's not like this is going to like end your marriage or something and you might like be jealous for maybe like i mean like if you were really that curious i feel like there's nothing wrong with just being like can I see what they looked like? Like, and, and you yeah. know what? Like a, it's probably, if it even becomes an issue, it's probably going to be over within a couple weeks. If that, you know true, what I mean? Like true. you're going to get over it. I and do remember for, your husband's with you. I think for myself. So I'm just my, making this about like my own brain, but when I would open up that, it would become Pandora's box to me mm. that all of a sudden, like, Insecure. but that's just because I'm a very anxious person in general. And because with like my family, my history, seeing a lot of cheating happening, like in my family and everything that then I start to get like, so worried. Oh my God, put things on him that are completely, you know, but if all of a sudden I were to find out that my husband, I didn't know, but he had once cheated on a girlfriend, I'd all of a sudden just be like spiraling out of control. That's actually one of the questions I ask people pretty quickly on when they're dating. I think have it's very important to ask that. And um, I have I have never like slept with someone, but I have like cheated on someone before mm-hmm. and like made out with somebody. And I like try to talk about that like really early on in the relationship. Yeah, it's important. I also I um when Evan and I were <laughs> when Evan and I were broken up, I started dating another guy. And while I was dating that guy, I made out with Evan. Yeah, that happens. So I che- <laughs> I didn't cheat on Evan, on my husband. I you cheated, cheated on my... Evan. On, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I feel like if you can have an open... I don't know. See, and then um, I never worry about, like, cheating, but mm-hmm. I do compare myself. So... Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. So I have a story about this. Like, I was... I don't know if I've talked about it before, but maybe I have. It was, like, four weeks post... Three or four weeks postpartum. Okay. So vulnerable as we've talked about. Oh my God. Everything. Your body's vulnerable. Your heart is vulnerable. Emotions are all over the place. Yeah. We went for like a walk. There was this big event going on down our street or like, you know, in Culver City. And um, we ran into this girl who was running one of the booths. And you know when you just know? When you just know. Oh, God. We ran into her, and it was that, like, reaction where it's like, oh, my God, like, how are you? Like, that kind of thing. And I just, like, knew. You knew that they had it. Well, yeah, and then after, I was like, so, like, who was she? And he's like, oh, like, we dated for a little while, like, before, like, you know, we ended a few Mm -hmm. months before we met, and it was, like, not anything serious. But she was just this, like, super hot, like, super hot, tall, thin Asian chick. I don't know I said she's Asian, but so you could picture her. She was just hot, and, like, I was just like, (laughs) I wanted to die, and I was so, like, so just 
I was like, how dare you have ever dated someone who's hotter than me is how I felt. And I was just like, wow, do you like wish you were with someone like that right now? And did you think about her face for in her body for like weeks? Not for weeks, but for a pretty long amount of time. And I was just like, I don't look anything like that. Like I look, feel disgusting right now. And I feel like I look really gross and like, wow. Oh no. I bet, I bet they just, yeah, I don't know. And then, but then there's another thing where like one of, and I've met a few of Grayson's exes too. Cause he's like, and we're kind of the same. And he's met like my high school sweetheart boyfriend too. Okay. Like we're kind of both like, like that friendly yeah, with our stay, exes. Yeah, yeah, you stay in contact. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, I don't really mind any of them, but then there was one ex and I don't know why I was just like curious. I was like, what was your guys' sex life? Like oh my I God. felt like it, but then it ended well because he was like, it was very cold and like frigid and kind of like, but shut what off. if he would have said it was unbelievable? Oh! See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's such a it's such a risky thing. That what I was going to say though is I need like if I'm going to dive down that rabbit hole, I need a lot of validation mm-hmm. in that he's gonna be like, but with you, it's like this and this. Yeah. And if I don't have that, oh, I'll lose my shit. That's why in this scenario, you girl, don't do it. This is your this is your <laughs> husband. You guys are already married. He's been with you for four years now. Like yeah. he loves you. He's with you. All that I think diving into the X world is you're gonna see someone who's potentially more attractive than you, or potentially they had better sex together. Like there, that is a, a is a that potential. is like my biggest fear. I'm like, if I am not the like the, the best, best everything <laughs> that you've ever had, well, I. We shouldn't be together. Yeah, and, and like, which isn't even realistic. It's it's, like, it's not. I mean, but the, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you could be like this girl who messaged us one hundred percent could be the hottest, best, everything. And obviously, you are his favorite because he married you. So there's no reason to worry about the exes. You guys no, are married. Really move isn't. on. Yeah, move on. You're you know, right. don't, right. don't 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 make yourself anxious. Don't let your curiosity anxious. get the best of you. Yeah, and then you know how guys can get. All of a sudden, you oh, start yeah. getting jealous and you push them in the corner, and then all of a sudden they do something weird. So just let them. You know what? I don't know. I feel like with guys, I don't know. Maybe again, this is just projection, but when girls start getting like hyper jealous Mm -hmm. and like always kind of maybe like, you know, starting to ask tons of questions about where you were and whatever, that's when I feel like guys then don't feel like loved or respected. And then the wandering eye can get more. Oh yeah. I mean, definitely. That's just called being a human in general. I mean, it's funny because I'm generally not a jealous person. And then when I start getting like that, Grayson's like, oh, my God, how cute. Like, you're jealous. Yeah, I guess you're if you're jealous? not normally one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking about I th- I'm thinking about. Well, my- you guys have a history with that shit, yeah. though, you know, and it was like an issue in your relationship, yeah. which you sort of talked about. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about my jealousy, which spirals out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tornado. <laughs> Oh, we have to get more into that because we never did the second half of you and Evan. All right, next question. Okay, so don't do it, girl. Don't do it. Just, you know. Maybe do a little Facebook stalking. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Do not do it on your own. Don't listen to that. (laughs) You just find pictures of them. Okay, this is an interesting one. This is from Aubrey Watts, and she says, How do you how do I handle my fear of death? I was raised What the the fuck? Think about this. This is an intense question. I was oh, raised with yeah. a father who was a pastor. I don't know. You tell me. How do I deal with my fear of death? I was raised with a father who was a pastor. My mother is a very religious woman, but I have become agnostic throughout the years, and my fiance is agnostic as well. I have really bad anxiety, and whenever the subject of death comes up, my emotions go insane. Um, you should see a therapist. That's literally my only answer, because to be completely honest with you, I... What I do to avoid my fear of death is just not think about it. And then sometimes I have those things where all of a sudden I'm lying in bed at night and I can't fall asleep. And I start to think about like the concept, concept, concept of, oh my God, one day my life's just done and I'm getting older every day and I start to spiral out of control. So I wish that I had a suggestion. I'm scared of two things. I'm scared of one people forgetting me. Which is like a really that vain says thing. so much about no, I don't think it's vain. I think that says so much about that. That's one of your big fears is like to be seen and known. Yeah, I don't want to wow. be forgotten. I don't want to just like just. And it makes me really sad to think of like my ancestors getting forgotten and like I don't really know who they are now, and they just exist in a two dimensional realm of like being stories being told about them. Right? I feel like I need to go visit my grandma right now. I know. That's that's my tip for your fear of death. Spend time with the people around you who are getting older. Yeah. Love on them before they go. I'm also really scared of pain, so I'm afraid of dying a painful death. Um, 
like being tortured to death. Big fear of that. Or oh, are you are you afraid of getting kidnapped? No, no, no. I'm scared of like apocalyptic scenarios where I'll be like, I'm really, really scared of like being pinned under a bridge and like dying a slow death over like ten days. Oh my god! So so earthquakes should scare the shit out of they you. They do. Okay. Yeah, very scared. Yeah, one of the top three fears for <laughs> sure. Very scared of that. I'm also scared of reincarnation and being reincarnated into somebody with a painful life. Interesting. Okay, so I I am not scared of reincarnation at all. <laughs> I'm terrified. Really? Not because of like a karmic thing, but like I'm not thinking like reincarnation in a sense of like I'll be a butterfly. Right, 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 right. I'm scared of just like becoming another person in the world and being becoming another person in the world whose whole life is painful. Wow. That's interesting. I mean, yes, that that sounds horrible, but I am more like I'm afraid of like getting reincarnated as like a starving child in like another war torn country. That's horrifying. Yes, I feel like though, <laughs> I'm I'm more afraid of just it being all done for forever. No, I got, just life I got just getting snuffed out. I'm I really I would prefer a reincarnation. I scenario. would rather just cease to exist. I don't want to be conscious ever again. What if you lived a really, really hard next life, but then you'd have another one? No, I don't want another next life. Let's live forever. <laughs> I don't like the world that much. I want to be done. I don't want to live forever. I don't want to go on in new consciences. No. What if I suck? We are, we literally are the worst people to ask this question about or yeah, two. No. <laughs> so, so sorry, Aubrey. Talk to your therapist about it. I talk to your therapist, read up, like straight up. I would, I have no, I have nothing. I, I'm so, I'm so scared. <laughs> I saw this question and I was like, I felt like I had to answer it because I'm so scared of dying. So I, Hey, at least no, you're not alone. Maybe just talk about it with people true. you love too. talk about your fear of death and what you're afraid of. Yeah. Uh, but Actually, then of course you might get the response where it's like, don't worry, you're going to have eternal life with Jesus. Yeah, that used to really, that used to actually be one of my biggest points of anxiety is when I was deeply involved in the church is that I'd always like, I'd hang out with people and I'd be like, hey, anybody else get that crippling fear of death when you're trying to fall asleep at night? Or like are so scared of being left behind that you literally have panic attacks twice a week and everybody around me would be like, no, because you're going to be in heaven. And I'm like, oh. Okay, cool. Great. And I walk away just like shaking, just like, <laughs> why don't I have this confidence? And I didn't. So I guess if you know you're in a safe place, maybe talk about your fear of death with someone who's on the same page as you. Obviously, like you said, your fiance is also agnostic. So maybe you guys can have regular conversations over a nice glass of wine sure. about how scary the concept of death is google i'm scared of death i'm sure other people will express similar fears and somebody might have good answers seriously i'm not yeah. even joking about i'm that. sure that reddit thread is wild so i'm not <laughs> joking sometimes i literally will google exactly what's happening like my boyfriend is is uh my boyfriend is mad at me and i don't think that he like i will type out yeah. like whole things like that and google it and i usually actually find really good advice yeah it's nice to not feel alone yeah Huh. I mean, I did that when I was when I was pregnant and didn't know what to do. Yes. I was like, I'm pregnant, but I'm not poor and a teenager and <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't yeah. like, do I have like, yeah. That's a good piece of advice. I like that. Sorry, I can help more specifically. <laughs> great. I'm so great at answering a Q&A. Um, oh, my God, though. I what I can talk about with passion. Yes. That I'm confident of is to talk about my breasts, best friends. Oh. The thing the twins love more than anything. The special perfect bra from Third Love. Third Love, our love. The incredible bra company that uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. We're talking more than 70 sizes. I love this. Mm -hmm. Including their signature half cup sizes. You can find your perfect fit online. Order it, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. So this Fit Finder quiz is super simple. Only takes 60 seconds and Third Love helps you identify your breast shape and size and find styles that fit your body. I was actually in shock when my perfect fit bra came in the mail and it was just that. An actual perfect fit. It nice. gave me everything I wanted and more. I never realized how often my straps fell down until I got my third love bra that always stays perfectly in place while being exquisitely comfortable. Third love knows their bras so well, they have a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, 
return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Great. Mm -hmm. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 15% off today. All right, so here's a fun question from Anonymous. Does sex or down there ever feel or look the same after birthing? Um, How is it for you? Uh, my midwife said it best. She said it looks like you never had a baby. I, my, I'm not joking. My vagina looks exactly the same. Yeah, me too. I was, so sh- I was so shocked. Did she tell that to you before you had Ruthie, or did she tell you that afterwards? After. Okay. Well, yeah. I, well, no, I, I didn't hope know. it doesn't look like I gave birth before I did. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, like, did she give you that piece of advice beforehand? Like, say, hey, it's going to look exactly the same. Oh, no, no, no. She told me after. She said, no, okay. you, like, you look normal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, obviously everyone's different, so I can't give, like, a general sweeping opinion. But I would say that, I mean, down there immediately did not look different oh. afterwards. No, my mom looked for me, and she was, like, honest. She told me later. She said, honestly, I was terrified and like mourned for you oh my god yeah she saw like a couple days after because she was spraying me with dermablast and she was just like oh my god yeah oh my god but i'm gonna have to plug it again because you know what how you choose to birth and where you choose to birth does really change this outcome Mm -hmm. because asking your provider about their episiotomies Mm -hmm. will change the way you look change how your vagina feels and operates having severe tears will do that and as we've talked about on prior episodes you can go listen the birth choices you make can uh kind of help to offset yeah absolutely and your provider can help to offset those i uh Like I said, I think, yeah, obviously everyone's different. And I know I have a few friends who, you know, struggled um, down there for a hot minute. But everything typically gets fixed after a while. Like, again, we we both have only had one child. So we did both have a a tear that needed two stitches, a labial tear. Yes, we did. And um, I did not look at her downstairs um, for a few weeks after I gave birth. I just couldn't. I didn't want to worry myself and when i did it looked a little bit um at first it looked a little bit like a little different mm-hmm. maybe a little more not stretched but my guess that's the word maybe but after like three months when i looked down again i was like oh it looks exactly the same no yeah it looks exactly yeah. the same for me too yeah so i mean i think that again and mine's already also starting to feel totally normal too Remember right when we talked about yep. that difference it takes probably like three or four months Maybe, maybe more like longer. six yeah. for it to feel not maybe more cavernous than it used to be. Yeah. But about at six months, five, six months, it feel but like, like the hole itself never felt like loose. No, like after we had hole. sex, it, it wasn't mm-hmm. like it's, in, it's yeah. in the inside, more of the inside part. Loose. that felt Yeah. More we talked stretched. about this. In uh-huh. our yeah. Episode, so I think like, again, this is from two people who have only had one child. Obviously, if you have like six or seven, I'm sure that there's I going to be things. a difference. Yeah. But there's also vaginal rejuvenation if that's what you want and you want, <laughs> you know, whatever. But also I kind of wonder like, would it look that different? Cause maybe like your body gets more, I don't know, more used to birthing. Maybe the more kids you have, like the tighter it gets. Cause it's trying to hold. Well, in I, don't your organs. I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I don't know. I feel like um, we'll see. We'll see when I have four more kids. Yeah, you can let me know. I'll let you know. You let Post me know. Yeah. Did before but yeah, photos. no, it's it's definitely, I'll say this. Don't be worried about it. Don't avoid having a baby because you're worried about that, which first of all, that shouldn't be a reason. Like, you know, it's your partner, whoever But that's real. You know, there's stories of that where oh, people are course. like, oh my gosh, now she looks like you know you can drive a bus through there i know and that is like something that's actually so upsetting about media i feel like it's joked about all the time like on tv and movies and whatever and they always talk about like hot dog down a hallway type stuff and it makes us so so self-conscious but you know what don't worry about it like it's going to go back to normal and a lot of that is just fear-mongering yeah it's fear-mongering you your body is beautiful you birthed a child and but on like a on a purely vain note you're going to be fine. You're, yeah, you you're going to really be, be fine. fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> one um, more. <laughs> this is so this is so quick, but I know. So sorry this is a short one, guys. We gave you a really hefty episode on on Tuesday though, so at least My, look, I got to get home. My mother-in-law has a horse <laughs> with diabetes. She needs to feed, okay? This is You don't hear that every day. No. <laughs> it's not it's not us. It's the mother-in-law's horse. Blame the mother-in-law, but we uh, will have a hefty episode on oh, Tuesday. Oh, you bet we will. So, um but okay, 
Pube styling. That's a short, fun one. Oh, I've been all over the place with this. Have you really? Yeah. I mean, at one point, I think even last year, I was just like, don't fucking wax off your pu- all your pubes. I will say, um, someone was telling me that in the past uh, 10 years, yeast infections and bacterial infection uh, rates have skyrocketed. That makes a lot of sense. And it's because the completely bare uh, thing has gotten in it. Even to the point now where I get people messaging me like that's unhygienic to let hair grow and it's actually totally the opposite. Yeah, it's supposed, no to, judgment. It's supposed to like protect you down there. No judgment. Pretty much all my friends remove everything and I occasionally do too with waxing but um, it's it's supposed to protect you from bacteria and stuff like that. That being said I don't know, sometimes I'll go completely all natural. Sometimes I'll wax it all off. Um... Sometimes I'll just do the bikini line. And then kind of my favorite thing right now is I don't wax it off, but I get a Brazilian, but just with a triangle of pubes. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Because it's very natural looking to me. I feel like sometimes just especially with ingrowns and stuff, when you're completely bare, I just kind of feel like a naked mole rat. Because of like I get like ingrown bumps and stuff and it doesn't look so hot. Yeah. Well, I'm a naked mole rat. Most people are. It's fully shaved. I think what happened with me. You shave? Oh yeah, I shave. You're so lucky. You are so lucky. You can. Sh- I know. Shave I don't have. Pubes. I don't have very thick hair down there. Oh my! In- oh, when I used to shave, oh my god, it looked the like ingrown. a disaster zone. Red yeah. bumps, like ingrown hairs, yeah. just horrible. I wouldn't. I mean, I. I will say this might be weird, but I did start shaving everything down there at a pretty young age. I think I did it like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Which is young yeah. to shave off everything. It's culture. Yeah. Um, I would say, though, I'm definitely not opposed to having hair there. It's honestly more than anything for me an itch situation. Whenever it starts to grow out, I just start to itch like crazy and then I shave it off. So oh, I've had, I've yeah. gotten before like, well, I'm going to do like the little Colonel Sanders like landing strip deal. Mm-hmm. But I just it just itches and I just shave it all off. Well, that's something that people always say to me about armpits and pretty much any body hair. And if you're trying to grow it out, you just have to get past the itchy stage. And it's not yeah. like I walk around itchy all the time. Once your hair grows into a certain length, it stops being itchy. Um, yeah, I wasn't look. I'm not looking to necessarily grow it out, so I don't ever have the patience to do it. I do like the landing strip look. It's nice. It looks nice. Cute. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I don't like the the bear when I look in the mirror and I'm standing there. I'm just like, oh. Hmm really yeah no i don't necessarily love the way it looks see i like my little i like my little triangle patch because it's the best of both worlds you got the you know you got things completely bare which can feel great for different sexual pleasures Mm -hmm. but then i also yeah i just like the look of it especially if your partner is bare oh god i don't i don't like that no i do I, i don't like it because it almost immediately gets scratchy is my has been my experience with partners right. who completely shave. So then you have to get a partner who shaves who wax. on the regular. I gotta get a partner who waxes. Or who waxes. Which, uh, yeah, no. I just have always dealt with... Um, I'm very easily irritated. So if my partner okay. is... Yeah. Is Are you shaved. the type of person who, like, when you're getting made out with, your face is, like, bright red immediately if he has any sort of, like... A hundred percent. That okay. literally happened last night. Where <laughs> we were, like, we were kissing for, like, maybe 30 seconds, and I was... my. Yeah, I was just like red all around my just lips. Just fully from- red. Yeah, that used to be uh, that used to be the dead giveaway, man. When you were younger, <laughs> and your parents are like, "Why are you late?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, there was traffic. I'm so sorry." They're like, "Your entire face is red. You are such a liar." I was like, uh, "Backseat pleasures." Yeah, that happens with me downstairs. Aww. So. Oh, okay, okay, uh, yeah. But I do like to keep it trimmed. Yeah, like definitely. Keep- I don't, don't definitely don't like when the man has like the full bush. Yeah. I just like for, to be able just to. Of, I like to be able blow to. Jobs. Yeah, and I also like to be able to see everything. That's kind of I. I like it. I like, like to what? see the whole unit. Like the like what? What is it? Oh my god! How much hair do, does Evan have that it's obstructed when he grows it out? Oh, I don't know. He's always shaved completely. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Since we were in <laughs> high school, maybe that's why I like it because that was like really the, what I really started I to know. Laugh. It's, yeah. Oh no! You can laugh. It's lovely. It's just. It's just really funny. He's gonna get so mad at me. It's funny because Evans like shaves his head too. No, he's so shaved. He's, he's like, like fully shaved. He's like he has. Well, and then the thing that's crazy too is like his arms and legs. He does not shave his arms or legs, mm-hmm. but he has very little hair, and he has like no hair on his butt or back. Do or you watch It's like Always that. Sunny? Oh yeah. Have you seen the episode where Frank like shaves his whole body and like covers himself? <laughs> 
fucking Purell and hand sanitizer. He's like, I want to be pure. <laughs> so does Evan does not look like Frank. At no, all. he definitely does not. But he's definitely. I always joke with him. I'm like, you kind of look like this. You got like this like major uh, future. You're from the future. You have no <laughs> hair ever anywhere. You shave well, everywhere from top to bottom. Actually, I guess I, I've had a couple boyfriends that always shave everything. And I get why. I don't know. Just preference. Yeah. I'm up for whatever. <laughs> what would you say if you, what if Evan tragically passed away in 10 years in the future? You mm-hmm. had a partner who was like super, in, he, they were like, I, I want a woman with a full bush. Would you do it? Oh, you know, if my partner was like requesting something, I would be down to do it. Not because I'm like anything you say, honey, <laughs> but more like if, you know, I don't have a huge preference yeah. about down there. So if it's something that my partner wanted, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. I'll try it. That's fine. I remember the one time when I was getting regular Brazilians, like I had a membership and I was going every month. Mm-hmm. Um, and my partner at the time was like, oh, actually, I like it when you have some pubes. And I was like, well, I've paid for this fucking membership. So you're going <laughs> to deal with that. Damn it. You know how expensive this is? Yeah. And then when I was pregnant, it just got too painful. So I just stopped altogether. Yeah. It was super intense. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was so. I Yeah. When I just got Did you get a, Brazilians when you were pregnant. I got a Brazilian <sighs> one time when I was pregnant. Maybe that's why I don't where I'm shaving now in general again, because just since ever being pregnant, I just stopped because the wax pain was crazy. Oh my God. I could like also hardly walk after it. Like it was really, really, really oh, intense. Yeah. Like no. I, I remember I got in my car and cried cause I was just like, that was really painful. Yeah. If you're like, pregnant, if you're pregnant and you can't see your vagina cause your belly's so big, you get your partner to do it. That's the least that they can do. Okay. You're carrying around that. Make them shave. You yeah. guys can even make it super sexy. You can shave together. You could have so like hot. a, a Courtney, and Scott moment. Remember when on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she was first pregnant and he was like shaving for her. I it love was that. really cute. That's really cute. Or um yeah, right before you do your um perennial massage, you can just make him shave, do exactly. the perennial massage. And you can make it hot. Come on, guys. Pubes for everyone. Or no or pubes, no for, pubes for, everyone. for everyone. <laughs> Whatever you prefer. It's so funny. I always get that question. People are like, so you don't shave, but you like you wax your bikini line? And like we've talked about before, the reason that I'm like not shaving the rest of my body is because it comes with crippling insecurity. Mm-hmm. I've never had any kind of insecurity with my pubes. Yeah. So you're just I'll like, do I'm going to do what I want. I want with yeah. Them. I actually have seen a numerous, uh, when we've had Q and A's, people send questions for you saying like, when you were on the bachelorette, did you shave your pubes when you were in a bathing suit? I mean, I waxed right before I went on the show. Top to bottom? No. Just I can't afford. I could not afford that. Waxing is so expensive. I could not do that. Um, I'd rather go on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> I because that's how much it costs. Although actually, the place that I've gone to, Sugar and Bronze, they do free waxing with training people. So I do. I wouldn't do it with Brazilian. Ooh, but I training? did it with my legs and arms. All that I can time. think about is going to someone who's training, who's training, and you're just dripping in blood because <laughs> they're just waxing you everywhere and no it wasn't like, like that but it took like blood. i'm not exaggerating about two hours for them to do my legs because they were literally learning and oh i was gosh. just laying there it wasn't painful they, i was just all, like were they super i have to work nervous? on an essay no it was it was it's pretty chill i they, guess they have the person teaching them there so they're okay. like okay you do it like this and then they'll try to do it like that it's just yeah. wax i guess for like our college broads you can go and get that done and then yeah. you can also study while you're getting waxed since it'll take two hours yeah if you're in la area sugared and bronze no that was actually the problem i was going to school and i was like i need to work on an essay and i cannot you should have just brought pen and paper <laughs> your computer i <laughs> just been like just typing with your legs out and just waxing really, you for i really should have it's been the bougiest shit that's ever happened you'd be like oh so sorry i'm so busy studying my arts yeah. yeah wax me but no my my everything was waxed before i went to on the bachelor and yeah i was shaving at the time i had not shaved my armpits before and i was really back and forth i'd gotten i got comfortable with the armpits pretty fast because it's also kind of trendy in la yeah so like i did it for like maybe two months and i was like oh i'm comfortable with this and then i would shave it got back from the bachelor grew it out shaved it and then been growing it out for a year now and now that's her relationship with her hairs. Yeah. And who knows? Like I've talked about, it's like for me an exercise in self-love. And I also mm-hmm. like want to be an example to other people. And like, I don't know, like in a couple of years, I might be shaving everything again once I feel yeah. like I'm really like comfortable with it. And 
and I want to be that example to Ruth. And if she wants to shave, she can do that. I don't care. But I, I just love don't. It. It's such a good exercise. But I want her to think she's beautiful. I if, like I like even just having like when Ember's around you. I love that she like one of the women that's always around her has hair on her legs. Yeah, I think that that's awesome. Like, yeah. you know, I, think I don't, so too. you know, and she's never said anything or. Yeah, because when they're young enough, they, they don't, don't have notice. any concept of it. And then it's it. like they just see. She sees mommy's legs, and mommy's legs are sometimes spiky and sometimes yeah. smooth. And yeah. Auntie Becca's legs have hair on them, and uh-huh. it's all beautiful. And, yeah, it's lovely. I love that. Wait till a year or two from now when she gets to, like, five. Then she's going to be like, why do your legs look like my dad's? <laughs> That's when they start, like, you know, putting two and two they together. They just start, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. She already points out every insecurity oh, sure. on my body. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Nitpicks the hell out of me. Why are you? Why does this feel like this? Oh, why is there a roll there? What is that? A mole? And I'm just like, oh my god! I didn't even know I had a mole there. Great, it's huge. (sighs) Kids, gotta love them. Okay. Well, speaking of which, gotta get home to my kid. Gotta get home to the kid and the diabetic pony. (laughs) (laughs) Chat soon, bros. It was fun having this little talk. Chat soon.